Hello and welcome to episode 109 of the Talking Fitball podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week we try and bring you an in-depth interview with some of the most interesting and colourful characters involved in the game. This week I had the pleasure of chatting to an absolute legend in the world of football physiotherapy, Alan Smith. Alan's story in the game is a fascinating one after an injury curtailed his playing aspirations at an early age. He embarked on a career as a top-class physio. We hear about his time at Sheffield Wednesday where he's fondly remembered and worked with the likes of Howard Wilkinson and big Ron Atkinson. He also tells us about the time he turned down the chance to work at Rangers and his years with England where he worked at several World Cups and European Championships. There's stories galore on Euro 96, Gaza and plenty more in between. So sit back and enjoy the latest episode of the Talking Football Podcast. everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Fitball podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by well-renowned physio, the likes of Sheffield Wednesday, England, you name it, it's Alan Smith. Alan, thank you very much for, for coming on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Um, before we look at, uh, back at your career, Alan, um, of course, uh, coronavirus at the moment affecting everyone in terms of yourself and your family. Are you keeping safe and well? Yes, we are. Thank you very much, Derek. Excellent, fantastic stuff. And of course, the Euro's on at the moment, Alan. You've been watching it. How, how do you rate England's chances this year? <laughs> yeah, every night, as, as, as everybody's doing, yes. Uh, yeah, England got a chance, yeah. Yes, have got a definite chance. Uh, I saw the Italy game last night. Yeah. And uh, I must say, they're, they're a decent side. Uh, Will, sadly, were, were knocked out heavily, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but our big game is Tuesday, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think we've got we've got a chance. You've always got a chance, Derek. Yeah, absolutely. I will touch on that a little bit later on, Alan. In terms of your career, great career as a physiotherapist. When you were growing up, Alan, though, but do you have aspirations like us all that you wanted to be a footballer? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I played for Saltburn and um, my local town team. And uh, school throughout the district team, the area team, etc. And assigned schoolboy forms to Middlesbrough before the days of academies. Yeah. Signed schoolboy forms at 14 years of age to play for Middlesbrough. And I was there until I, I, brought, I fractured my leg, uh, I fractured my right tibia and fibula at 17 years of age. And that uh, I was in hospital for a long time and operations and one thing or another. Yeah. And uh, that put at the end to that. But the key to my career is a man called Jimmy Hedridge, who was the Middlesbrough Football Club physiotherapist. And Jimmy, he not only treated my leg, he guided me towards a career in physiotherapy. Yeah. Well, which was fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say, because it must have been heartbreaking for you at a young age to... Uh, for just to know your sort of playing career was over, but did you? I guess you never let it get you down, uh, Alan. Did you sort of look at a different path at that point? Well, I did definitely. I followed Jimmy's pathway, yeah, and um, he was a great influence, a great person, very more than helpful. Yeah, yeah, marvelous. Yeah. So you started off as a physio. Did you always want to work in football, Alan? Is that was that always a dream? Oh yes. 
There was no question about it, yeah. Yeah. No question about it. And I finished up doing 32 years yeah. in, uh, in uh, physiotherapy and football. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm still, I'm still, I've still got my private practice now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, still working private practice. Yeah, fantastic stuff. And was it, um, what club did you start? Was it Blackpool you started out at? No, uh, my first job professionally was uh, Darlington. Yeah. In the, the old fourth division with Frank Brennan. And my second my, uh, club was Alan Brown took me to, no, sorry, I went to Rotherham United, J- Jim McInerney. Yeah. Rotherham United. I did five years there. And then on to uh, uh, Blackpool with Alan Brown as manager. Yeah. Um, that was for six years. Then Howard Wilkinson invited me to join. Sheffield Wednesday, I was there for 11 years, yeah. which included uh, getting into the top division, qualifying for Europe, four cup finals, yeah, and uh, generally a very, very successful period. Yeah. In fact, we beat Man United in the 1991 League Cup final, uh, 1-0, to win the League Cup. Yeah. That was, uh, it was a highlight. Yeah. It was- there's a great time for the club. It's sad to see them, uh, of course, just get relegated last season. It's um, it's sad. Oh, to... terrible! Yeah. What? what terrible. Have you, what have you made of them from a watching from afar, Alan? It's, it's they're one of these sleeping giants, aren't they? They, they should be in the, in the top league with the support in the stadium and all that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the the, the support potentially can be between thirty and forty thousand. Yeah. But it's potential now because it's gonna it's gonna drift off badly. Yeah. Uh, in the third division, um, the stadium itself is has a capacity of about thirty five thousand now, uh-huh. um, and uh, you know it's a great stadium. Yeah. yeah. Good facilities. Yeah, they are. It's, it's a shame to see their sort of demise. But when you were there, I mean, working with uh, Howard uh, to begin with, Alan, what what was he like to, to work with? Oh, excellent! Yeah, very, very good manager, uh, good coach, good man manager, uh, very ha- hard working. He expected the same level of hard work from his staff and his players, and and, and he got it. And we got, we, we became successful. We were when I joined them, they're in the second division, yeah. the old second division, and um, then after one season, we we're in the first division. Yeah. It was a quick rise to uh, to the top to the top level. Yeah, yeah, absolutely was. It was a fantastic time, like like you say. And um, I mean, some of the players they had there, cracking players, didn't they? That um, it must have been a lively dressing room as well, because um, I heard um, been reading Red Mill Sterling's book and some of the stuff that went on <laughs> in the dressing room was, <laughs> yeah. was a yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, Mill was a great lad, a great player, England player. Yeah. Um, won the UEFA Cup with England under 21s. Uh-huh. He was a full international. And um, yeah, he was a tremendous lad, tremendous uh, personality. Yeah, he certainly was. And you mentioned that England side, of course, at that point, um, under 21s. What a cracking side they had. The likes of uh, Fred before they had the likes of Mark Hately and all that when he was just coming through. How, how, how good was he, Alan? Very good. Mark, yeah, very good. Mark Hartley, Mark Chamberlain. Yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of very, very good players. Yeah. 
Yeah, very good players. Very good team. Yeah. And great manager, Dave Sexton. Yeah, right enough, yeah. 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 It was, it was cracking. Um, like I said, we had um, Ian Knight on uh, recently and he was talking about his, his that terrible challenge he suffered um in that FA Cup game um uh, uh, against Chester that, that pretty much ruled him out. And he says he became like a second father to him in terms of his recovery. Um, can you remember much about, about that incident at all, Alan? And, oh, uh, yeah, I'll never ever forget it. It's shocking. Yeah. It's the type of thing you never ever, ever forget. Yeah. Uh, shocking over the top tattle. And Ian, in his innocent innocence, put his foot in for a, a genuine, honest tattle. Yeah. And uh, the Chester player went over the top of the ball pace yeah and it, it fractured his legs he had seven fractures yeah and it was compound yeah and uh, had to be so very very careful on the pitch and yeah, he got he got very good attention off the pitch in the hospitals and um and then we started his long rehabilitation uh back at the ground yeah. when we were allowed to yeah hey. Was that one of the worst challenges you've seen during your time in the game, Alan? That sort of it was so terrific. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to, not nice to see at all. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. You know, it's one of those situations where you know straight away it's yeah. a serious injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, see, I mean the referees that still played on. I guess you must have been itching to get on and, and, and treat them. It was, it was crazy how he just played played on at the time. I, do, I think if my memory serves me correctly, I went straight on. Yeah. And the players were telling the ref to stop the game. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. It was. It was that. That it was that bad. Yeah. And I got the stretcher on, and um, the ambulance lads, and uh, we got his his, fra- his leg immobilised. Yeah. And onto the stretcher and away to hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Very serious. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, he was a promising player at that point, uh, Alan, do you think he could, Oh, yeah. I mean, he would get capped by England, England under 21. Do you think he would have gone on and, and represented England and all that? Oh, oh, yeah, I think he'd have been a full international, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yes, he was He was under 21 international. We signed him from Barnsley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a young lad. He's only young at the time, and uh, he played in the first team, and he was, he was, do, he was doing very, very, very well. Yeah. And uh, this was a first thing game when he got the fracture. And um yeah, very 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 sad. But what what a great person. Great professional Ian. Great professional. Not only a, good, a great player. Um he, he was and a top class person. Yeah. And we were, we were dedicated to to his recovery. Yeah. The, the two of us working together with the doctor uh-huh. Uh, and, and the specialist, yeah. and uh, ultimately um, we got him back on his feet. Yeah, see when he mentions things like he became his second dad. I guess that, as part as a physio, I guess that uh, must be humbling to know that you you care for these players and you try and do their best to try and get them back, not only on the <laughs> but the lifestyle back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is very satisfying. Very satisfying job. In total, you know, you're helping yeah. a young person piece together their career. Yeah. And um, Ian was a, a, you know, a prime example of hard work, dedication, commitment. Yeah. 
and I was there to support him. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Uh, another giving him his ex sorry. Yeah, no, no carry on. You're giving him his treatment and his exercises, and we're working in the gym every day. Yeah. And um, I used to collect him from his home and take him home after after he'd finished his work. Yeah. Yes, it was a, a good relationship, good professional relationship, and um, I understand he's doing very well now, isn't he? He's in Canada. Yeah, he's in Canada doing the coaching. Yeah, he's in, he's, he's well thought of over there. So it's, he's went down that that coaching path, and good on him. Oh yeah, definitely. And you've spoken to him. Yeah, yeah, we had him on a couple yeah. of weeks ago. So he's he's doing well. So, um, like you said, he mentioned you, yourself and and. The, the attention to detail and how much he cared for him. So he was really appreciative of that. Yeah, well, I appreciate his words. And, uh, you know, I, I, I return his, his words in his direction. He yeah. was an excellent prof professional, an excellent patient. And he got a very good result out of a shocking injury. Yeah. Being a physio as well, Alan, you're renowned for um, your speed and getting on the pitch to attend to, to players. Was that always something you you, had, you always paid attention to the game just to make sure that you were ready on your toes if anybody <laughs> Well, I think it, I, I was always quick. I, I mean, as a player, you know, as, as a young lad, as a player, I was always speedy, you know, a good run. Um, and it's just it's just built into you, isn't it? You, you're born with it. Natural ability. Yeah. And I just carried it on. Yeah. But people did take note of it, I must admit. <laughs> I took it for granted, but other people... I must have been quick because other people used to comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And another incident that the Wednesday fans... Uh, it's quite memorable for them was the Paul Warhurst one as well when he went down yes. that game in the UEFA Cup. Um, yes. What was that? Like a scary moment for, for, for Paul, but... You were, you were attentive and you managed to, to clear his airways and um, managed to save him pretty much? Well, yeah, very much so. What happened was a cross from the left, an in-swinging cross from the left, and Paul scored a header. Yeah. So the game's dead. But as, as, as the goalkeeper comes off his line, to punch the ball clear, he's already a fraction of a second, as it always is, yeah. beats him to the ball. And, and scores with the header, and but he's punched him. It, it, the goalkeeper punched Ian in the head. Yeah. And he he was knocked unconscious in mid. I could see. I could see from exactly what had happened, and um, finished up as he's landed. He's landed flat on his back. That's the worst thing can, that can happen. Yeah. So um, I I didn't wait for the referee. The the game was dead. I went straight on the pitch. Yeah. And dealt, dealt with them accordingly and got him into the recovery position. And uh, the ambulance lads took him away into the dressing rooms for the doctors to see him. He went to hospital. He was in hospital for a few weeks and had the necessary x-rays and scans. Uh -huh. But he made a great recovery. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, good lad. He was a good lad. Yeah, we touched on working with, with, with Howard. Um, you also worked with a number of other uh, notable managers, Alan. Uh, Big Ron Atkinson. What 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 was he like? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. A people's person. Yeah, at the highest level. Uh, nice man. Good to get on with. Good to work with. Um, good fun. 
Yeah. Uh, very highly disciplined and professional, but you, you could have a laugh with Ron. He was great, yeah. Smashing. Yeah. And of course, um, under Trevor Francis, it enjoyed a, a bit of success as well. I mean, everyone remembers the 91, 92 and all that sort of campaign, the great players in football that they were playing. Happy memories then? Well, it, it was an achievement to get to the cup final. Yeah. But we didn't, do, we didn't win anything. Yeah. You know, it's, um, winning's very, very important, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, Ron Atkinson was manager when we won the cup. Yeah. And Tre Trevor was manager when we played in the League Cup final and the FA Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, winning, winning's everything, isn't it? Yeah. It's like these Euros now. Yeah. You know, the, the winning is everything. Yeah. In, ter in terms of players uh, at Wednesday, Alan, uh, at that point, was there any that, that stood out uh, of, of being cracking players? I mean, everyone thinks of Chris Waddle, of course, but was it how good was he? And was there any others that were true, brilliant, brilliant talents? Oh, yeah. I mean, the side that um, at the time, I mean, great goalkeeper. The team, this is the team that won the cup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris, uh, Chris Turning goal. Yeah, excellent goalkeeper. Um, Roland Nielsen was a Swedish international. Yeah, Nigel Worthington was a Northern Ireland international. Yeah, two two uh, international. A both played in the World Cup. Yeah. two international fullbacks. Yeah, that's some going, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. A mid a midfield of John, of uh, Johnny Harks, who was an American international. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Palmer, England. Yeah. John Sheridan, Republic of Ireland. <laughs> Some going that, isn't it? And Chris, yeah. and Chris Wardle on the left, ultimately, but he didn't play in the cup final when when, when we won it. Yeah. Um, David Hirsch was an England international. Yeah, I can play. So uh, you know, there's a. Quite a sprinkling of high-quality people. Yeah, and of course, um, Nigel Pearson was a captain on, on the cup final. How, how good was he? Yeah, a very good captain. Yeah, yeah, solid, reliable centre half, and a good captain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, um, I think Des Walker played oh. centre half for a while. Um, yeah, yeah, good, good all-round outfit. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic, yeah. Um, of course, the Steel City Derby is uh, uh, renowned as being quite fierce. Can you remember working at, at those games and uh, did you get a bit, bit of stick at all from the, the opposition? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, 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 you do, yeah, do. I've got a funny story for you, Derek, oh, whereby uh, we're playing at Bramall Lane and Chris Waddle goes over to take a corner and every time he went over to take a corner, the Wednesday fans bowed yeah. to Chris. He, Chris would take the corner, the game would go on. So he took maybe half a dozen corners the first half. Second half, we change ends. So we're kicking towards the Bramall Lane Cup. And Chris went on one of his major dribbles and had a shot at goal. It went over the bar. And all the... All the United fans bowed to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was there's thousands of people doing the same thing. How the how they rehearsed, well, they didn't rehearse it. I mean, it's just instinct. But um, 
it was so fun to see how Derek French, the uh, United physio, and I was sat on the opposite benches, of course, on the end of it, the opposite benches. We both looked at each other, we burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was a brilliant moment with that, yeah. So nice. there's good humour. Yeah, there's yeah, good yeah. humour, but fierce competition. Yeah, yeah, you like that, you like that, so that's all part of the game. Um, oh, it is, it is. With, with regards to England, Alan, um, uh, of course you'd worked full-time at, at Euro 96, which we'll touch on, but before that, did you work a little bit with um, Sir Bobby before that? Yes. Um, he... He selected me to, to be England physio for one game against Russia in Tbilisi. That was 1986. Uh-huh. And then I did four games with um, Sir Bobby in 1988. Yeah. And then, and then I was appointed full-time in the January of 94 yeah. by Terry Venables. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. What was Sir Bobby like? We've had players on before that played for him, and he says he's one of the most caring guys, but most f- so so dedicated to the game. He loved the games. Um, how, what was he like? Marvelous. Yeah, marvelous person. Yeah, great person. Yeah, and a great manager. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very. I would agree with that comment. Very caring about people. Yes. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he, he looked after his staff. Yeah, he looked after his players. He was very well liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Popular man. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking when he died. Oh God, I know. I know. I mean, I was. He invited me to go up to Newcastle um, to be physio to England against Germany for his charity match at, at St James's Park, and uh, it was heartbreaking to see him in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was only a week before he died. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was very, very sad. Yeah. But a, a great person, really. Yeah. Truly great person. Yeah, he was one of a kind. Um, we fast forward then, to, like you say, to 94 and Terry Venables brings you in full time. But I was reading before that, we we, we offered the chance to go to um, Glasgow Rangers. That Was that on, on the table for you? Oh, yes. Are you a Glaswegian? Um, yes, yes, I'm a Rangers oh, fan. <laughs> oh, very good, Derek. Um, no, I, re- I received an invitation from Walter Smith to go and have a chat with him. Yeah. And um, I went up to Glasgow, to Ibrox, and had an interview with him. He was a smashing blood person. Yeah. And um, Archie Knox was the assistant manager. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Crookshank was a club doctor. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it went well. And I, I, I was, I was, uh, I, I enjoyed this marvelous stadium. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely incredible stadium, Ibrox. Um, but at, at the same time, I get the England job. Well, you turn, you, you can't, you can't turn the England job down. Yeah. You can only understood that. So, uh, <clears throat> Uh, I accepted I turned Rangers down in the in a very polite manner of course respectful manner um, and uh, took the England job with Terry yeah, yeah I think never, never looked back <laughs> yeah, yeah you can't turn the, your national team down but I guess it was Walter understanding I guess that of, oh marvellous yeah he was very good yeah he was to be fair yes 
Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. I guess, I guess England come calling and Euro 96 is just round the corner as well, Alan. In terms of those years heading up to that tournament, um, what was the atmosphere like in, in, in the camp and, and, and stuff like that? Was it, was it a joy, to, a pleasure to work with the, the players and the, and the coaching staff? Oh, totally, yeah. We had a great manager in Terry Venables. Um, the coaching staff, Brian Robson and Don Howe. Um, they, they were two great people and uh, Dr. Cray the England doctor myself, Dave Butler, the physio and um, yeah, the players we had, we had a great, great set of lads great yeah. players but great people yeah. and of course in among that crowd uh, I was uh, had the task of getting Alan Shearer fit for um, Euro 96 yeah. It had a hernia operation, and that was my principal job to get Alan fit for Euro 96. Yeah. And thankfully, we managed it, and he won the Golden Boot Award. Yeah, he was great. Do you, you feel sort of added pressure with the hopes of the nation uh, on, on that, Alan, with regards to that and getting them fighting fit? A lot of people ask me that, yeah. Um <laughs> Not really, no. I mean, to, to be perfectly frank with you, I, I, I didn't read the papers. Yeah. I set my stall out not to get involved with the press and, and, and reading papers. Yeah. And just concentrated on the person. Uh-huh. And, um, and, you know, I used to say to them, look, there's just me and you. Let's get on with it. Let's do the exercises, get fit for Euro 96. And Alan was a, another, another very dedicated lad. Yeah. Worked hard. And uh, a top class player, of course, but uh, again, another top class um, patient. Yeah. And um, yeah, we managed to get him fit in time. And uh, he, he went on the, the trip to um, Hong Kong and China and played 40 minutes, 45 minutes against Hong Kong, 45 yeah. minutes against China. And his first 90 minutes was against Switzerland. And um, he did it, yeah. Became the goal. In fact, he's got scored against Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, I think he scored seven goals in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, he was terrific. Fantastic. Yeah, marvellous. You said he was like the, sort of the model patient. Um, did you ever get players, Alan, that wanted to hurry things along and you, you sort of had to just tell them just to calm down a little bit and, and go through the process? <clears throat> well, every one of them. Every <laughs> one of them. Because they're all rushing to get back. Yeah. And sometimes you've got to put the reins on them a little bit and just to hold them back yeah. and explain the situation to them and what they're doing and what they're not doing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you've got to you've got to be with them one to one every day. And uh, as I was with Ian Knight and as I was with all the players, one to one and guided them through it. And 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 there uh, work ethic uh, was always very, very good. And um, ultimately, you get the uh, the results. But it's, it's, it's a, a game of patience, hard work, but patience. And timing your progressions gradually. Yeah. And of course, you mentioned Hong Kong. Um, it was sort of notorious for uh, yeah. dentist chair, which you would see against Scotland. I heard that little thing that, that Gaza um, planned that in your physio room. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, he's always the chairman of anything like that. Oh, yeah, he was, he, he was great. See, there you go. You've got a great... This is the added advantage that we had. We had a world-class midfield player, arguably the best in the world yeah. at the time, and um, a comedian off the pitch. <laughs> always, always in the centre, always the centre of attention. Yeah, telling stories and making people laugh. There'd be bursts of la- of laughter in in the hotel, and the guys would be right in the middle of it. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was a great lad. Yeah, great lad, Paul. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, great to have around. Yeah, yeah, he certainly was. And on the field, but he's. he's we all know about, he had a terrific uh, tournament, like you say, probably one of the best in the world at that point. And his goal against Scotland, everyone remembers, you would have had a, one of the best seats in the house watching that, Alan. How, how, how good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, very, very, very good, yeah. I mean, I don't know how he saw Colin come across the pitch, Yeah, Colin Henry, uh-huh. but he's lifted the ball over his head, as you've seen, with his left foot, and then volleys the ball past uh, Andy Gorham. Yeah. With his right foot, yeah, at pace, he's yeah. done that at pace. Unreal. Now that t- takes from doing that, yeah. dear oh dear. And when you seen the celebration, did you, did you did you get a little chuckle out of that, knowing we we? Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he had it all weighed up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <a> scream, honestly. <laughs> of course, it was a, a terrific tournament for, for England. Uh, everyone remembers it well. Um, what was what was it like? Did you feel pressure, you and, and, and the manager and, and the players, while heading into that that journey game as well? Did Did you feel pressure? Was it Was it quite relaxed, Alan? Quite relaxed. Yeah, yeah, and, and that was that was cultivated by Terry. Yeah, yeah. he he was a very good man manager. Yeah. And uh, yeah, quite relaxed, and um, everything went um, went well. The preparations were good, and as as, you, as you've seen many times, Derek, I'm sure, drawing after ninety minutes, and drawing after extra time, yeah, and then it goes to penalties, yeah. Doesn't get any closer. No, no. I was watching it the other night, a replay of it all, and um, <clears throat> Darren Anderson hit the post. Yeah, with a right foot shot, it bounces off the post straight into the goalkeeper's hands. Yeah, seen it. Yeah, can you remember that? Yeah, and and obviously the incident when Gazza uh, slid in. Yeah, he said to me the the ball touched his studs, and it, it, I mean, it just doesn't come any closer, does it? I know, I know. It it just needed half a touch, and it was in. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Do you think you win that game, Alan? Do you think you go on and, and, and win the tournament, you reckon? Yes, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I really do, yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'd have won that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, penalties, yeah. penalties can be a, a lottery at times. Uh, Gareth was un, unfortunate to, to miss um, the crucial one. Can you remember what he was like afterwards? Was he uh, inconsolable, I'd imagine? Well, everybody was upset. It was a, a sad moment. Um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was a very, very sad and emotional time. But uh, it's one of those things. It's football. You've got to get on, get get over it, and get on with it. Yeah, and of course, Gareth now taking charge of the team. He's done so for a number of years. 
Could could you see him yes. becoming a manager back then, uh, Alan? Could you see? Him oh yes. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Gareth as a player um, was mature, sensible, intelligent person, highly professional, very good player, of course. Uh-huh. But yeah, absolutely top top class. Yeah, as a person. Yeah, and when you see him interviewed now, that's the way he is. He was like that as a player. Yeah, that's exactly the way he is. Yeah, he was very uh, very um, immaculate in, in his in his speaking, and yeah, very very good, Gareth. Yeah, of course you'd you'd, you'd stay with England. Were you sad to see Terry go at the time? Of course, he was replaced by by Glenn Hoddle. Yes, I was sad to see him go. I think everybody was. Yeah. Because we had such a good thing going. Uh-huh. We're so clo- close, we could have gone on and, you know, challenged for the World Cup under Terry. But um, it, it was business concerns that he was tied up with. Uh-huh. And so he, va- he vacated the job and Glenn took over. Yeah. Um, and Terry went and had to do his, his business. Yeah. Uh, Glenn was it? Sorry. Yes, sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn was Glenn was a good lad. He was a good manager, great player, uh-huh. uh, and uh, um, yeah, he was smashing. Went to France uh, in the World Cup, um, and Gaza didn't go on that that day. He wasn't selected, was he? Yeah. And Paul Scholes came in then, uh-huh. but and uh, he scored the foot. Scored a goal against Tunisia in his first game for England in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, he was a great player. Yeah, um, Mike Alone, of course, burst on the scene as well. Alan, can you remember? Yeah, what he was like as a, as a young boy. Everybody remembers that goal against. Oh, he's, oh, oh, yeah, he's smashing lad. Yeah, nice lad. Yeah, very, very, very. Um, Sensible, easy to work with. Yeah, yeah, good, good person, Michael. Yes. Yeah. David Beckham, of course, remembered for, for that tournament. I mean, he scored, he scored a, a brilliant. I think it was against Colombia or something like that. He scored a, a brilliant free kick, and then, um, unfortunately, he's, he's remembered not in the, the best of lights for the, the sending off against Argentina. But can you remember much about about that game and, and the aftermath of that, Alan? Well, um. He kicked out at the lad, didn't he? And he yeah. I think, to, to be honest, I think the Argentinian player made a meal of it. Yeah, yeah. And the goal, the referee took it. Yeah. And sent to David. We were always very, very surprised. He took it. He sent him off. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, he did do so. You know, David's got to deal with that, and we've got to deal with it and look after him and. Get him over the emotion of that. Yeah. Again, it's man management. Yeah. I guess you what you, you would have worked with David, wouldn't you? You had a couple of injuries, a little niggle. So I remember the, the metatarsal that you had, I'm sure. Did you did you work with him to get him ready? Was it the 2002 World Cup? Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, good, good professional, very dedicated lad. Yeah. They all are these people. Yeah. In their own way. They're very, very dedicated people because <clears throat> they all start at the bottom. Yeah. And they're now at the top when they're, when they're with England. Yeah. But everybody starts at the bottom. Nobody starts at the top. Yeah. And they appreciate what they've got. Yeah. 
and uh, David was very, very uh, highly motivated person. Yeah. And uh, he he uh, he he built his re his rehabilitation situation up nicely. Had a fitness test, his fitness test trained with the lads, and uh, the uh, he, yeah, I think he played in every game, didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. He played in every game in the World Cup finals. Yeah, scored scored the penalty against Argentina. That's right. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's some pressure. That by the way. Yeah, I remember. Taking the, the, yeah, taking a, pre, a, a penalty against Argentina mm. in the World Cup finals. Yeah, but that's that's his temperament. Yeah, you know he, he he's got that in his locker. Yeah, yeah, marvelous. Yeah, but before that competition, of course. Um, England didn't do so good at, at, at Euro 2000. Uh, Kevin Keegan was in charge at, at, by that point, Alan. Um, did yes. you enjoy working with, with Kevin? An emotional an emotional guy. <laughs> yeah, an emotional person, yeah. Oh, yeah, great, like Kevin Keegan. Yeah. And Arthur Cox is my, his assistant. Uh-huh. Two, two, two great people. Derek Fazakli. We had a good backroom stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, unfortunately, after the Germany game we were beaten and uh, I was sat next to him on the bench and got changed next to him at, and then all of a sudden he, he was talking to players after the match and he, he just came out with it he said I'm, I'm resigning yeah so uh, Arthur Cox said Kevin give it time think about it he said I think I thought about it Arthur I'm finished today and that was that was how it became world news yeah uh, yeah, disappointed because he was a nice bloke, Kevin. Yeah, well, was that that was the Wembley game, wasn't it? The the one 0 I think. Jim. That's right. Yeah, yeah, a, a man scored, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just a great, great shame. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, Sven Sven takes over from uh, a foreign coach for the first time. Uh, Alan was was he a bit different to work with um, from what you were used to before? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Sven was. The England, the English managers were always hands-on. They were on the pitch yeah. with the players, taking the sessions. Um, yeah, very all of them. Terry, everybody were were, were uh, coaches, teachers, you know, organisers of the you know from top to bottom. Uh-huh. Whereas Sven, Sven was more. He worked on the fringe. He, he had people. He had Sammy Lee. Steve McLaren doing the coaching. Yeah, he would be telling them what what he what he was looking for, of course, because he he had a meeting with them every day. Yeah. But um, then he'd be watching Ray Clements work with the goalkeepers, and then me working with the in, the injured players, yeah. and he'd get people together and have a meeting and you know get, get all get get a all the information he, he needed regarding progressions and what 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 had been done, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It was just a different way of doing it altogether. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, he was a nice man. He was he was a good bloke, a uh, good bloke to work with. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, and of course, but the- different, but definitely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah not half. Um, that tournament, of course, we touched on that uh, Beckham's goal against Argentina. England would go out uh, against Brazil. Um, again, who would go on to to win the competition? Of course. Um, your memories of that game, uh, Alan, it was one of those ones. It was very tight, wasn't it? There was there was not much between the teams, to be honest. 
No, not at all. No, no, it was it was it was very close. Um, we opened the score. We were beating them one 0 weren't we? We were winning for for half an hour. Yeah. And Michael scored the goal, and um, you know took the, took his chance very very well indeed. Yeah. Uh, we're winning. We're, we're winning one nil, and playing well. Yeah. And um, and the Brazilians getting a bit ratty about it, and, and you know they were. Uh, it got a bit physical at one point, and then um, they equalised just before half time. Yeah. And then scored shortly after the start of the second half, yeah. and they ultimately hung on and. Won the game two one, yeah. That was the quarter final of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's again. It's one of those. If you if you beat Brazil, who were well, they, they were the best team in the competition. And it sort of opens up for you. It's just it was quite. It's quite. It was. I remember South Korea getting to the semi finals that year and what have you as well. So it was it was very a um, few shocks that year. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 the world, the World Cup is something different again, isn't it? You play, you've got to go, you've got to beat Brazil at some point. Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. to beat Brazil, and and they were a superb team. Yeah. With the, you know, the very very best players. Yeah. And um, yeah, you've got to beat them at some point, whether it's the final, quarter final, earlier rounds, whatever. You've got to beat them. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you'd have worked with other great players at the time in England. Uh, Stephen Gerrard, what, what was he like, Alan? Oh, great, yeah. Good lad. Yeah. Manager of Rangers. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah manager of Rangers, Stephen, yes. Yeah, smashing lad, yeah, great lad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a comedian that takes his voice off, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which, which is absolutely hilarious. I think it's a conversation between Jamie and um, Mr. Carragher. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Carragher, Stephen Gerrard in conversation. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's a nice lad. Yeah, he's really good. Sorry. He's really good, that boy. I think it's Darren Farley or something, I think his name is. But um, That's him, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yes, he's, he's cracking. See that team back then, I mean, they call it the golden generation, of course, the England players. Um, such a tremendous team. It's, it's, I know it's difficult to win a, a major competition, but um, they had the players, didn't they, Alan, to, to, win, to win a tournament, a Euros or, or a World Cup, that team? Oh, yes. You know, I mean, very, very much so. I mean, the had the players, the manager, you know, the staff. The whole thing was 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 absolutely bang on. But so was everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And you're playing against the best in the world. Yeah. So it's absolutely fractional. Yeah. Is. You know, these score lines that we're mentioning, uh, there was an exceptional one last night with the Wales getting beat yeah. 4-0. But... Generally speaking, it's there's a one goal difference. Yeah. Generally speaking, and um, yeah, you you got it, it's uh, the rub of the green, the ability, skill, dedication, commitment to it, and the rub of the green is absolutely fractional. Yeah. yeah. And I just hope that on Tuesday night, 
England have that fraction going in their favour. Yeah. Yeah, I do fancy them. I don't think this this German team are a vintage side, but they're still they still get some cracking players right enough. So um it's it's going to be I think it's going to be close, that's for sure. Just you just hope it's not going to go to penalties again. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that that uh, that is uh, nerve wracking, but uh, no, we'll wait and see. I mean, there's, as as in all of these games, we've we've got the potential to win. Yeah, yeah, we've got to fulfil that potential. Absolutely. Um, was that? Am I right in thinking that 2002 was that your your um, last uh, tournament you worked at, Alan, with England? Yes, the World Cup in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, two World Cups, two European Championships. Yeah. I did, yeah. What, what did you do after? Af, what, what did you uh, go and do after that? Well, uh, private practice. Are you in Rotherham, the one you're at now? In in, in Wickersley, yeah. I um, I pre-organised that uh, that I would be going into private practice after the World Cup. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to finish at the top level. Yeah. The very very highest level. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. No, it certainly does not. And. Um, you know, I've, I felt comfortable in doing so. I'd been in the game 32 years uh-huh. and uh, I've enjoyed working in private practice ever since. Yeah. And I, I now work with my son, Paul, yeah. who um, was a good lad and a good physio and people like him. And we have a nice setup at Wickersley, yes. Yeah. Nice clinic. Yeah, fantastic. And um, we talk to players that, that, that retire and I often ask them if, if they miss... At the game, they don't necessarily miss the plane, but they miss the sort of banter in the dressing room and what have you. Did did you initially miss that, Alan, or, or were you quite happy to be away from it all? Well, yeah, I suppose to a certain extent you miss it. But the, the, the important thing that I wanted to do was make sure that I had a, um, a structure to my life yeah, and a purpose in my life. And this is where some players miss out. And this is where the alcohol can come in. You know, you've got to have a structure to your life. Yeah. And I think to have a purpose is important. And and my private practice gives me that. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting people every day. I'm helping people every day, which is in my nature. I like doing that. Yeah. And um, it's a very, very fulfilling job. Yeah. It is a very satisfying job, yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine it would be. Finally then, Alan, it's... If maybe people want, want to um, find you and find your practice, if they need treatment or anything like that, how, how do they go about doing so, contacting you? Yeah, well, there's a telephone number yep. of 01709 Yeah. which is my practice number. That's the best one. Yeah. And yeah. any plans to, to get... Uh, it, plans just to keep going, but with the, the physio, you, you obviously love what you're doing, Alan, I guess, so it's just... Keep doing what you're doing. Keep keep going as long as I possibly can. I mean, I think what what might happen next, Derek, is that I, I you know I uh, reduce my hours. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be reducing my hours possibly sometime in the future. Yeah. Paul will tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that would be the that would be the next uh, next move. Yeah. But uh, yeah, t- to finish completely. I think it's a big move in your life. Yeah, yeah. A, big, a bigger move than you imagine. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to have a, you've got to fill, fill, you've got to fill your life with uh, 
you know, what I've said earlier, the structure and etc. etc. Yeah. Being with people every day and helping them with their injuries is the best thing in the world. Absolutely. For people, for, pe- for getting people better, getting them back on the feet. Yeah. I really do enjoy that. Yeah. And I was going to ask, Alan, if, if there's any maybe young physios coming through or want to, to enter the trade, is there any words of advice you would give them having, having worked in it for so long? Well, you know, work hard. Yeah. Be dedicated to it. And uh, you, you won't regret that, uh, that commitment at all. Yeah. It was just a marvellous job. Yeah. Best in the world. Yeah. Fantastic. And if you're a sports person, there's lots of opportunities in sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I had the added, added um, advantage of having a man like Jimmy Hedridge, who was so inspirational. Uh-huh. Um, he was a man. I was very, very fortunate there. Because he guided me. Yeah. He guided me. I'm only 17, 18 at the time, and he, he, was, he was there to, to, to pass his knowledge on to me and, you know, his experience, his skills. Yeah. He, used to, he used to allow me to go into Ayrton Park, which is Middlesbrough's ground time, yeah. um, and watch him work. How good was that? I mean, he was, he was a first division physiotherapist, highly experienced man, and he was allowing me. He was to sit, sit in the corner of the treatment room and take notes. Yeah. And when he was treating the first team players, valuable. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never forget him for that. Yeah, yeah. These guys are invaluable, aren't they? When, when, in terms of pursuing your career and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. To have a person like that, I think he's a massive, massive help. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I met one or two along the way. Yeah, Professor Franco Gorman at Sheffield, uh, the Northern General Sheffield. He was an inspirational type of person. Yeah, he was a great man. Yeah, marvelous. Yeah, fantastic, excellent. Well, Alan, that'll do us there. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and. Uh, hearing about your career, it's uh, certainly been colourful, that's for sure. So so thanks very much for, for coming <laughs> on. I appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed, Derek. All the very best. Well, that was episode 109 of the Talking Football podcast with Alan Smith. As ever, I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all on pretty much all podcast platforms and also on the Talking Football website. It's talkingfitball.co.uk. You'll also find a whole lot of great content on there. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Talking underscore Football. And we're on Facebook as well. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can do just that. Just visit the Get Involved page on the website or email us at contact at derekclarksports.co.uk. Hope you can join me again next time, but until then, keep safe. Bye for now. Bye.